Dean, tonight's a big night for the Star Wars community. Big night. Yeah. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, Ahsoka is is uh, debuting tonight. Very exciting stuff. Who here is going to watch it? Heck yeah. Can't wait, actually. So, so are you a real Star Wars fan if you're actually dreading the start of Ahsoka? They're giving oh. us more Star Wars. I'm going to complain about it. I'm going to hate it. Is that what makes you a real Star Wars fan? Yeah. I think so. I think it's like the sort of, uh, uh, what is it called, Dina? Badge of Honor, I think. Yeah, a true gatekeeper. Yeah. Just I be positive. So. It can't be worse than Book of Boba. I liked Book of Boba Fett. There were some redeeming qualities. Come on. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> Book that. of Boba Fett was well, pretty bad. I had low expectations and I was pretty disappointed. I tried to rewatch it the other day. It was the I Vespas. Couldn't, I, I couldn't get through it, dude. Like, I actually like the Vespas. That's the weird part. Wow. That, oh, that, no. I had no problem with the Vespa gang. Wow. I thought the that was only, pretty cool. The only cool scene, literally, is like when the Rancor shows up, when he's riding the Rancor, That's and like badass. fucks up those robots. And then... Uh, the whole finale was pretty good. Fennec going and assassinating is yeah. kind of good, but... I no, haven't rewatched Fennec it either. So Fennec was bullshit. whipped. Uh, Boba Fett was yeah. whipped by Fennec. Yeah, yeah, she was actually more annoying than. Anything. It's hard to remember good moments right now. Yeah, but the new show. I mean, I'll eventually watch it. I'm not going to be like, I, I don't have Disney Plus technically right now, so I'll, I'll, I'll. How are you maybe watching watch it, it illegally? No, no, I might. I'll probably watch it eventually. Binge it all when it's all ready or something. But I don't know. Boba Fett chokes a robot. I am Boba Fett. No. Oh, and then the, the scene with Cad Bane where he finally gets fucking murked. <clears throat> fucking hate Cad Bane. Yeah. Well, that light was blinking. Hey, he's alive. <laughs> yeah, he probably is because Disney doesn't know how to fucking kill anyone. Well, but I, I love um, Ahsoka. Except so for the I'm, OT characters. I'm I'm hopeful that this show's good. We got Sabine in live action. Uh, what's her face playing Harris and Dula? I absolutely love fucking Ramona Flowers. Um, so I'm I'm super hopeful today. Should, hopefully today is good. Two episode premiere. So, and Anakin's going to be back in a little bit of it too, right? So there's a lot of a lot of positives. Yeah. yeah. Unless that was just a trailer thing, but yeah. we'll see. They wouldn't do that to us. I think they would. Wouldn't be the first time they've let us down. Um, it's funny the number of people that have been messaging us like, I need to catch up. Like, what do I need to watch? And it's like, bro. The day of is not the time to catch up on, I mean, literally what is like 11 seasons of content. That's when you get that YouTube summary. Yeah, I know. I gave them like a paragraph and and poor Chuck was like trying to watch uh, Cram Rebels today. I was like, bro, you're starting at like season like 10. If you're just cramming Rebels, you got to watch all of Clone Wars, at least like the key arcs, but you've only got to watch like full effect. Six seasons of things until things get good, so it's not not that. Big so you don't think you can just watch this off the bat? They say you can, but I Dude, feel like I it won't have appreciate the same impact. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not gonna understand what Ahsoka's um, backstory is. Yeah, like what her driving factor is. Like why? It's she's like if after. you if this is your first episode and we're talking about like nuts and do they speak English and 
<laughs> Bofa and Candace. Like you just wouldn't. You'd be totally yeah. lost. You would have no idea what's going on, right? So you could still enjoy it though. But yeah, I feel like you know this will be a lot of people's maybe second time seeing Ahsoka, maybe third time, right? Because she showed up in Book of Boba Fett. Um, and yeah, I think that they did a good job spoon spoon feeding us like why she's important. So I don't know that you have to see that, but. You could always watch these episodes. Out. Yeah, exactly. Are we taking bets on if Mando and Grogu show up? <laughs> oh, I mean, they have to, right? Like, that's the whole fucking franchise at this point. I heard Padme is going to show up there somewhere. What? How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to do some flashback. There you go. Elon Musk is going to be there. No, yeah, exactly. For... <laughs> Jesus Christ. She force ghosted somehow. Let's get into it. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh. You're running into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Brooke E. Lee. I'm John. I'm Badfish. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank you guys for joining us, whether you're catching us in TV land, the YouTube studio audience, catching us on the replay, wherever you're watching us, thank you. And, uh... I want to say thank you, thank you to John for joining us tonight. What's up, buddy? It's an honor, an honor and a privilege to be uh, with you guys again. You'll love to see it. Yeah, we got uh, some shit to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, we have we have a great show to talk about tonight. We have uh, four basically different versions of the same hot toys. As Marco would say four different skews. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, just a wild situation of, of pre-order madness, which, you know, I think has been quite uh, divisive uh, in the community, but we'll talk about it anyways. Uh, but Dean, before we get into all that, we have a very special segment that we want to kick off all the best shows with. And you're on mute. Yeah, you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Sorry, my mouse got stuck on my other monitor. Yeah, yeah. what'd you get new this week? Uh, I had a pretty big week. Um, God damn. Partly because of EBTS, I just had a pile of loot sitting there for the past few months. Um, that I was just like waiting for, you know, the right time to ship it. Because it's like, oh, if it's two or three things, and then like two more things come out. And then it's like, do I want to ship four things or should I wait for more? Uh, so I picked up the... Um, the new um, Street Fighter figures from uh, fuck who did it? Uh, Jazzwares. Jazzwares, yeah. Uh, the Ryu and the uh, Fei Long. 
Uh, also picked up the Black Series Bastila Sean and Malik from. Uh, I'm so mad we didn't get a bless Coach you by John. I, I so swear to fucking, God. I'm I so swear to God. Mad. I'm like, I swear to God, swear I was going to gonna say it. I was going to say it, and I'm like, I don't know. I was going to say, Bastila <laughs> Sean, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Yeah, from Kotor. It's the Old Republic. Basla's badass. Super cool. Um, and then I picked up the uh, the Figma Plus Bloodborne weapon pack for my Figma Bloodborne Hunter. Um, if you know what that is. Uh, and then Rainer picked up a bunch of Sonic figures for me. Uh, these are from the new Netflix show Sonic Prime. So it's Sonic, Tails, uh, Amy, and... Uh, Dr. Eggman. Of course, Tails is nine and Amy is Thorn. Um, it's like a multiversal show, so he like travels to different dimensions where his friends are, they don't like know who he is. Uh, and then uh, Cream the Rabbit from the game. So the Sonic Prime figures are actually five inch scale I, um, instead of the four inch scale. So when I finally like opened the box, I was like, holy shit, these things are huge. So super excited to get those. Uh, I love Sonic Prime. It's two seasons. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's really good. Um, and then I picked up uh, picked up my Robotech statue. It finally came in. Uh, yeah. That was the last thing from BBTS that I got. That I was like, fucking ship it all for four bucks. <laughs> I got my money's worth. So Wow. Um, Dude, this thing is awesome. It's really cool. I, I didn't even know the base lit up until... Uh, uh zach uh said it on the stream he's like no there's 20 leds i was like where um so the fire lights up and then on the back there's a battery compartment for the head and um shoulder lights and then the laser gun has its own light but this is the uh vf1j full armor uh statue from kids logic it's uh it's not as big as i thought it was gonna be i think it's like maybe like if the Chagokin's 148 scale, this is maybe like 145th scale. It's a little bigger, but not by much. Um, but uh, yeah, I love it. It's super cool. Uh, pretty easy to put together. We had a rogue piece, apparently. That's just like a thing that they've included in the statue. Can't figure it out. Yeah, nobody can figure it out. So um, stay tuned for that. If anybody... You still didn't figure it out today? No. I Yeah. No. I looked today for another like twenty minutes. It's like I don't see anything. So you can really see the uh, the difference on the gun tip there. You're talking about the different LEDs. Oh yeah, you yeah. See yeah. it more here now. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, that's cool. So that's a really cool pickup. I'm really happy I bought it. Wow, a lot um, of stuff, Dean. You yeah, know, absolute Irwin is saying, "How deep is the Sonic line?" I feel like you're gaslighting us. I feel like you just threw in some <laughs> figures you already had. <laughs> no, just to fuck I with swear. Us. So the the video game line is different than the Sonic Prime line. So there's only one more figure I need in the video game line as of right now. I'm sure they're gonna come out with a new wave, and of course they are. I'll need something else. So, but uh, how yeah, how uh, popular in the lore is Cream the Rabbit? She's pretty Jesus. popular. She's. Okay, I'm just curious. About as popular she's... as cream on your face. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, that was a good oh, one. Too. I was thinking cream, cream corn, but damn, if you're going to go that far. <laughs> uh, she's, in terms of Sonic, she's a relatively new character. I think her first game was like maybe 2006, 2007 maybe. So maybe a little older. 
I wouldn't mind uh, a Boston cream though. Yeah, cream oh. rice. I got a Mexican. <laughs> cream. Well, since since John's uh, John's our special guest, and I had to add this back to the rotation just for the chat. Who the fuck threw that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? Who the fuck? Yes, all time, oh, all time moment. Let's get into the news. We have the do back now. This is uh, as mentioned earlier. There's four kind of very similar skews. Uh, so we'll run through them. So we have the do back for four fifty five. Right, this comes with just one of the head options. Uh, a massive piece, 80 centimeters front to back, 35 left to right, 37 uh, top to bottom. This is a huge, huge piece. Uh, now, for $30 more, you can get the deluxe version, which to me seems like a no-brainer. You get an extra arm for the right side. You also get an interchangeable uh, lower jaw. So $30 more gets you that. Uh, for $700, you can get the Dewback, which is the Dewback Deluxe, plus the Trooper, the uh, Stormtrooper Sergeant, or Sand Trooper Sergeant, as it were. Uh, really great set there. Or for $255, if you just want the Luxor Droids Trooper, you can get uh, the standalone uh, Sand Trooper Sergeant. This one's, uh, again, $255. These are all releasing July to December 2024. This one in particular... <clears throat> we talk about things getting sort of cut on the uh, the, the chopping block throughout these STCCs. Uh, this one has been on that sort of coming soon status for years. So to finally see it uh, back on onto an actual formal pre-order, really great to see. But what do you guys think about this, uh, these different SKUs? And I can kind of cycle through photos as you like. As a new Hope collector, this is badass. I'm really tempted to get the just go all in but god damn dude the space oh i don't even want to think about it but it's almost like i almost have to get this they say it's the length of uh the batmobile the 89 batmobile yeah Apparently. and there's there's been some complaints I, I think perhaps unwarranted but in some of the iconic screenshots of a new hope with this guy riding it he doesn't have this pelt on the back of the neck yeah. Uh, hopefully it is easily removable. Yeah, that's, that's what that I was here. confused. I was like, is this a pelt or is this like the it's the Dubak furry? Because even in the Black Series, it doesn't have it. And I was like, well, they could have just not sculpted it. Yeah. So I was confused. So that's a, now, Mar a pelt. I, I don't know. I'm just saying like this patch of fur isn't present on the uh, like this, the iconic the screenshots of this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, Marco, you always talk bargain bin bros, and I feel like, you know, if you really want to do back, the the standard skew to me seems like it's one that would go on, on bargain bin at some point. It's only $30 more for the deluxe. I feel like, to me, this is almost deluxe or bust. And I, I'm wondering, you know, a year down the line, is there going to be options for those that just want the standard do back, which you know, can be paired with other figures, right? I think, I believe Mando rides one at one point. Uh, you obviously have uh, the Sand Troopers you can put on there. Uh, and it's just a great uh, sort of shelf presence type figure. Um, do you think that's going to be something that comes up in the future, or do you think it's going to be fairly low produced and not go on sort of a clearance at some point? Yeah, so if we look at a comp, I would say are those Bark Speeders, which went to a wait list pretty quick, right? But we're also starting to see some stock overseas, so it's really hard to parse out exactly if this stuff is going to be around. I'd assume because of the size, like we all talked about, it's not going to be for everyone. So 
this is either going to be like they cut it off with a really low batch amount worldwide and then the really hard to find, which I don't think is going to happen. But I will say that this one will probably go waitlisted on Sideshow before long, right? I don't know if the demand is going to be huge, although people are saying like, we, we love this. We, we're excited to get this. I just don't know that that many people are going to step up to the plate. Um, I'm one of those folks that went in for the deluxe because I think there's just an iconic, um, it was basically a vehicle, but a, a creature basically. Um, and so there's something that I definitely wanted in the collection. I thought it was weird that they did four different SKUs. I didn't really understand that, you know, the sub deluxe or the standard, but I, I think it makes sense if you're going to get two, right? That's got to be like, a. that's what it has to be there for, right? Because if you want one with the open mouth and the kind of tilted up leg and then one a bit in the standard pose, um, that's that's got to be why you would get that. But overall, I think that's the one that's most likely to sit around. Um, but I think this is incredible. I'm really excited for them to hopefully give it, give us a Jabba, give us a Tauntaun, like people are saying. Um, I'm hoping that this is kind of a trend that we see more of because there is a demand there. I just don't know how big the demand is. But what are you guys thinking about this? I think that personally, I think that this is uh, brilliant on their part. Um just you see throughout the years now the demand for the the one that sideshow had put out the statue uh even six scale collectors are going after that to have them in their displays and for them to do this uh, i think it was very smart uh demand wise it is going to be massive but i think there's going to be enough demand for this eventually uh the only thing that i can i can compare this to is like not nostalgia wise, but the blurg. What the first thing when I thought of this coming out was the blurg, and how the blurg was just heavily, heavily discounted. I really don't want to see this get to that point because I'd like to see them continue um, to do these kind of different releases than what we're used to. But um, it is a pricey and big piece, but I think people will make it work. Because yeah. it's just, it's it's so different. It's You can have this as a standalone piece by itself. Not without the Sand Trooper, though, in my opinion. I think you need the Sand Trooper. You need this skew here. You don't, not uh, Even if you get the previous release, you need some sort of mm-hmm. Sand Trooper with it. Um, and the Trooper's so badass, why would you want to miss out yeah, on it? Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Uh, Ding says, uh, I would need to pass on this as my girlfriend would purposely pose my John Wick writing this thing in my display case just to mess with me. Um, real quick, if I can offer just a tiny touch of critique, I understand that it is um, designed to have have this part interchangeable, but I wish they found a way to blend the seam here just a little bit. I know with statues, that's kind of a you know the way that they're able to integrate those swap outs. They can either be done really well or yeah. perhaps not so well. But that's really the only nitpick I would have with this is I feel like they could have you know perhaps integrated it where the strap is supposed to come up to cover it. It's just in a really weird spot. Uh, the jaw, they did an excellent job. You really can't tell, but the, the seam there on the right arm just seems odd. Uh, Badfish, what do you think about this? Uh, this thing is freaking gorgeous. Uh, it's Yeah, it's one of those things that um, you want to just get it and find out a way to figure it out later um, because it looks so good. And uh, yeah, I think as a this could be one of those centerpiece things you have in the middle of a collection room or i but uh i'm, I'm also curious how they're going to box this thing is are they going to send you a box for the figure or are they going to put the do back in the trooper together 
because I can only imagine the size of the box for this too. But uh, yeah, as an yeah. OT collector, I think almost a lot of Star Wars collectors are going to want this. But yeah, how many, as Marco said, are actually going to step up to the plate? I, it's, I'm curious. But The only thing that kind of bugs me is the troopers that are on the dewbacks have the all black pauldrons because this is the luxor droids guy he has the white pauldron but the troopers that are on the dewback and maybe the i can't tell from the footage it looks like it looks like um most of the troopers have the all black and it's only the sergeant and the the um uh i guess the there, commander. there is sort of this iconic image which does have the white uh pauldron on there uh and is also that from the actual a fur. movie or the original movie i believe these are behind the scenes this shots is behind but the scenes, oh, okay. yeah, it's interesting sure. because um uh who brought it up i think it was Ducatri. in the theatrical cut you do see a dewback i think it's when they're on the cantina but you only ever see them riding the Dewbacks in the uh, Lucas edits. Right. And they're, yeah, like I right. said, they're in all black. Uh, yeah, th and those are, you're correct, they are, they are in all black. I think the original <laughs> footage was cut um, for whatever reason. But Yeah. So if you're a stickler for screen accuracy, then this is like... I mean, it, it's, it's like, also, it's it's like an easy spot. fix, though. Yeah, like yeah. Black yeah. acrylic paint is pretty easy to do. Yeah. Zach's order, not that, baby. Yeah, Zach's one. Probably well, to those, get a different pauldron, yeah. Yeah, unless those, because those pauldrons aren't plastic. You can paint them with acrylic. Can you? Okay. Yeah, the orange, the orange uh, uh, stormtroopers I had, I painted black, and I mean the paint lasted for years, and I think I touched it up once, but it never really like cracked or did anything weird. Why would you paint it? I just wanted it black. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, because it was for a shadow trooper. Actually. Oh, okay. that's why. But. Uh, yeah, really interesting to see uh, Hot Toys kind of stretching into it. And talk about an expensive week for Hot Toys collectors. We had the Joker, we had the Anakin, we had this go up. Oh, bro. Just a Killer. bonkers week. This sh this should have been bonkers. on the Q2, this one. Yeah, yeah I know with, a few uh, collectors who were uh, saying they spent a lot this yeah. week. Yeah, let's, uh, let's move on here. So we have the Ahsoka tease. Kind of interesting that they showed this. Obviously, we've seen this look kind of in the trailers a little bit, but to see it... I guess before the episode one was a bit jarring. Um, uh, we have uh, Sabine here in her Ahsoka season one outfit. Um, I am, um, you know, I think there's people that would probably prefer a Rebels set by Hot Toys. But, you know, short of that, I think it's going to be exciting to see the different collectibles that come to this. Um, we never got anything like this from Andor where they showed a character with uh, sort of a graphic like this and... You know, obviously, we've known that Ahsoka collectibles were coming from this from, uh, I want to say, earlier this month. So, uh, pretty par for the course. I'm wondering if we're going to get a Hera or a Thrawn, which also seem like no-brainers. Um, but would you guys pre-order a Sabine um, Ahsoka series? I don't really pre-order, but um, in the world we live in today, probably. Where, you know, things are going on wait lists and stuff, so... I've always wanted a Sabine, so this is kind of a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I don't know much about the character, but I will say the Mandoverse has kind of been successful in making me fall in love with some of those characters that were traditionally from the animated series. 
And so I, I'm hoping that the same will happen with, with uh, this character. And I know others that are going to be popping up in Ahsoka. So very eager to find out if I'll be spending more money on this line. Yeah, I'd have to wait. I want to wait to see the show. I'm kind of in Marco's wheelhouse uh, in regards to the character. But what I do appreciate that they did here was kind of give us the tease right before the show went up, uh, like debuted. I thought that was cool, as opposed to waiting until we watched absolutely everything before we got any hint of uh, that a figure was coming. So I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, when this when Sabine is fully revealed in the show, uh, they kind of reveal the figure and match it up. I think that would be really cool for them to, to do stuff like that. Um, just gets that excitement, gets people uh, incentivized to pre-order. Strike while the iron's hot, which exactly. they're so bad at doing, right? So it's exactly. like, yeah, just give us a figure to pre-order right when I'm in love with the property. They're doing a bit better with that now, yeah. Um, sorry, do you want to read this comment, Zach, and then I can... Uh... Yeah, go ahead and read it. Uh, uh, I didn't even try for... Uh, Grand Admiral Burtis, sorry, said, I didn't even try for Anakin. Am I the only one? I'm content with my dark side, Anakin. Ooh. Based on the queue, did, you might have been the only person that didn't try. Yeah, did everyone on the <laughs> panel try? Well, uh, wait, bitch, get it, wait. Oh, okay, okay. Talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> so uh, on a, on this then, real quick, I wish we didn't see her with Jesus. a lightsaber, but this is, I think, I love Rebels, so this is a pretty, like, dangerous, uh, I think they're going to go deep on them, because Disney likes to push uh, Soka stuff, so um, I think, yeah. I would pre-order this, and and there's a lot of other stuff from the from the line that I would probably be interested in. There you go. Uh, I put up a poll there in uh, YouTube. Uh, did you pre-order any artisan figures? Yes, Anakin and Joker. Uh, only one due to the cues. Didn't get either due to the cues or was not interested. So uh, go ahead and fill that out. We'll talk about the uh, artisan figures here in a little bit because it was quite dramatic, uh, the whole experience. Uh, moving on, we have Hot Toys Black Panther. Uh, this was the OG suit. Marco, I think you were a bit concerned because they hadn't uh, shown us uh, any photos and, and people were starting to get like uh, shipping notices and final charge yeah, notices. Not, not a great sign sometimes. So I was like, oh, where are these blogger photos at? Are they just reusing <laughs> the same head sculpt? I was very concerned. Now, seeing these, are, are you still concerned or, or are you content with what we got? So I watched Justin's review this morning. And so it's not actually the same head sculpt from the um, solo movie film. It's based off of that, it seems like, but it's a big improvement. And I think overall, this figure is damn, I won't say perfect, but it's a really, really good release. And the Civil War outfit was actually my favorite costume and my favorite characterization for Black Panther. So I, I can't wait to get this one in hand. I just got my shipping notification. So hopefully very soon. How are you feeling about this, Dean? Um, yeah, I... Just I was never really interested in having the Black Panther in my collection, um, but now I got pick of the litter, right? Another another figure releases, the other ones are out. You probably pick up the older ones, you know, relatively cheap. Um, and so, that original Civil War one's still pretty strong on I think body's nice and bulky. I have, yeah, I dude, I really, I think Zach, you had it, yeah. And I had it, and he's built very odd. He's very, like, thin below the waist, and then he, like, balloons out, and his hands are, like, fucking choke a bear. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting figure, to be yeah. honest. Um, I th I th although I have Civil War Cap, and I still really want a Mark 46, so I might pick one up eventually. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I mean, this looks great. I thought the other ones looked great. I know people had their like nitpicks. I was never really that nitpicky about this character. Um, so I think it looks fan uh, fantastic. The only thing that looks a little funny is his knee on the right there. It looks like it's his kneecap is just like he has two kneecaps or something. Yeah, this this yeah. definitely has that bunching issue though, right? If you do him too yeah. dynamic, then it might not look super great. So, but just standing there holding the helmet is all you really need. Yeah, I like the shield the way they incorporated the shield. But yeah, mm -hmm. that that waist with the bunching of the suit, no, I, I wouldn't be able to display it that way. This is one of those yeah. characters though that, as cool as the mask is, and most characters I would pose with a mask like this, I think it would be one to consider with the skull just because he was very iconic as that yeah. character and and uh yeah I, i've always been tempted by black by black panther but i i don't have one i um i've seen some people saying that the portrait is pretty poor do you guys think that because i i don't it's not like the best portrait they've ever done but i still think it's a fitting tribute to Chaz chadwick they put a lot of resources from updating the other one because if you see them side by side it is a big improvement. Like it's a pretty significant difference. If they mm -hmm. would have just mailed it in and just kind of had different paid apps from that other one, I would have been pretty upset because I was like, that would have been disrespectful. But I think I've got the Max Nut version. Um, and I think, well, yawning right while I'm talking. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I think that this is a really nice sculpt and I definitely will be displaying him like that. Yeah. It's wow. a nice tribute piece. Yeah. And this is probably going to be pretty close to the last one that we get. I can't imagine they're going to be shelling out, you know, Black Panthers in the future. So uh, if you're, if you're, if you like the character, I would certainly uh, consider getting this and, you know, I, I think, I think it looks good to be honest. I don't, I don't really, I mean, I've seen uh, different content creators making whole videos about this being uh, a really poor sculpt, but I guess perhaps I'm not that passionate, but I, I don't really think it's worth making a whole video just for that. Uh, I think it looks fine. Um, uh, did everyone take a shot at this? Everyone, we're good. I like that. John's got that TV in the background. It looks all flickery. I like that. Uh, so in art, oh uh, we got a we got a statement here. Uh, <clears throat> now, last that we we talked the the Gandalf iceberg. Uh, we're supposed to be seeing this between now and I guess next week, the end of August. Um, their statement here says, uh, let's see, uh, configuration adjustment and product enhancement. We sincerely appreciate the patience of all collectors. We are delighted to announce that this product is about to be shipped. Again, lines up with what uh, Big Breda said about the end of August. Um, Throughout the process of mass production and comprehensive distribution, we have repeatedly endeavored to address the operational smoothness for the magnetic movable eyes. Nevertheless, an inherent element of randomness persists. Presently, we are unable to assure the control of tolerances within a stable range for this intricate process. In order to uphold the integrity of the product, we regretfully announce the discontinuation of the magnetic movable eyes configuration. Instead, we will replace it with the <coughs> mechanical uh, movable eyes consistent with the NR, the Dark Knight, the Joker, one six scale collectible figure. Uh, in the conception of the Middle Earth, the origin of fireworks comes from Gandalf's magic. Therefore, to compensate for this change... Uh, we have introduced two different firework accessories and optimized two details of the existing product. We hope these new additions will provide you with more gameplay experiences and once again apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. So as mentioned, they are now mechanical movable eyes, which Marco and I talked about yesterday, Not perhaps not being the best system. Um, I still think Hot Toys with the single 
uh, eye movable system, I think is still probably the gold standard at the moment. Uh, they also have um, uh, given us uh, two uh, updates to the figure. So the one ring now has the inscriptions on it, which I guess that's cool, but it I don't know. That should have been then, day one. Uh, well... And then there's also an addition of a cord to the pipe staff, which ironically I talked about that on the Gandalf show, how the pipe, the staff itself still wasn't accurate. And it could probably even use a small bag for the uh, pipe tobacco that he puts in the, uh, in the, uh, his pipe. Uh, but again, it, it, we're trending towards more accuracy, which I do enjoy. But again, still, still without the pants printing, uh, which is a bit annoying, but the thing that's kind of odd is I think the inscription is cool, but I feel like you have to backfill this with like orange paint for it to really uh, be accurate because in the film, it's never just like a plain inscription, right? It's always sort of glowing, if I recall. Uh, so that, that, I mean, that's an easy fix, but it's, I feel like it would have been cool if there was sort of a, they do make like a glowing acrylic paint. Um, it would be cool if you could sort of shine a light on it. It would glow, glow orange. I think that would be neat. Also, I think at this point we're still unsure if this is diecast or not. Uh, but the fireworks look good. I don't. Um, I think Weta had done the uh, statue with the cart and had like a big array of different fireworks. And um, that would be cool. That would be cool. In fact, I'm actually trying to 3D print a one six go cart this week. But there are cooler looking fireworks. But again, I'm not really complaining with throwing in an extra set of fireworks. The string is kind of a silly addition. I feel like this took two seconds, and I don't really know that it's really worth bragging about. But, again, it is more accurate, so I do enjoy that. Uh, what do you guys think about this, though? Because it, it seems like we're getting getting real close to this thing dropping. Um, It's... I mean, I know they're, they're giving you extra stuff, which is nice. But... If you sold somebody on the magnetic eye thing and then you're taking that away and like giving you something else that's, you know, I guess it's as functional, but probably not, not as nice. What was the mag magnetic eye thing? They just had, you could run a magnet behind his head and move the eyes. Is that all it was? To be honest, I don't know that we ever saw it in um, functionality. Yeah, I I still really would just prefer, like if I I don't think movable eyes are really all that to be honest. I think that they cause more problems than it's worth. I think that they're often sunk in too far into the head, um, or like I mentioned with Marco yesterday, some people got theirs out of the box where the eyes were crooked, and as far as I know, there's not an easy way to like make them not crooked. I'd be doing. I, if I, I got really mine crooked. I would really rather just have two separate stems to be honest, but. Um, I, yeah, there was apparently some magnet function. I don't know that we ever saw it. To be honest, I didn't even know it was included until this email or this uh, message they did. But I think to Dean's point there, it's like, at what point was this decision made? Because it certainly wasn't made this week, right? It's not like this week they were like, oh, shit, we're changing this. And we have always had that issue, right? With Hot Toys, they dropped the Iron Man. They didn't tell us. Now they're starting to improve that communication. I would have liked to have known this earlier rather than the week before the release. But I think also in the past they said, well, we can't change anything on this figure. Every time we change it, we have to go back to the licensor. And that was their sort of excuse as to why they couldn't do the pants, why they couldn't do certain other things. And it's like, well, because you just willy-nilly, you're adding 
you're changing the sculpt, Strings, you're changing the fireworks, you're changing the fireworks. accessories, yeah. but you can't get this one detail right that's been a yeah. proven factual element of the costume. It's a um, weird point that they're a weird kill that they are dying especially, on. Especially especially with the photos that they shared, because you could clearly see the pants in every single fucking photo. It's to like, that point, let's uh let's run this video real quick. Turn that down just a little bit. And everything looks really good in this video. Like there's the staff. Better not be we... on my envelope. Yeah, bathroom's <laughs> gonna be all crease, bro. There's dude, they should have a CW somewhere on this fucking staff. Oh boy. I am so excited for this. It's gonna be cool. Could you see the gem or no? Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Now, now, if this fucking hilt, I confirmed this with them before I ordered it. If there's not a fucking blue drop of paint on this hilt, and there's not inscriptions on the hilt, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Our unboxing is gonna be like an hour and a half of me just bitching, to be honest. <laughs> so be ready for that. We're not do we're not well, touching any if, other figures. If it's not there, will you add it? I don't have a laser to laser engrave the uh, etching, but the no, blue dot the, is the easy. blue dots. Are, yeah, yeah, the blue dots easy. These all look great, honestly. I don't think it's there. You would clearly see it'd be like right there. I don't know if you can see my little cursor, but it would be right there. Unless you can screenshot and zoom in after the show. Yeah, a lot of people complained about the redness uh, on the eyes here. I don't particularly have an issue with that. The robes look really good too here. I think they could probably stand to be a little longer and the beard probably about 30% longer but do you think that's why they didn't go ahead with the pant print is because this is the look they're going for you know John I it almost would would make less sense right if the if the if the robe was longer because in the movie you really can't hardly see the pants I think you could barely see it when he's mm -hmm. sitting on the uh the little carriage in the beginning the the, where he rides into the Shire. But his robe is quite long, so this this is a bit short. In fact, I showed it on the Gandalf Iceberg episode that it's still too short, But uh, and the beard as well. But, I mean, man, having him grabbing the uh, the um, moth butterfly thing. And, again, when, when this went up for order, I had confirmed with John that the thumbs would be able to slot into this undershirt. And, obviously, like, it probably maybe could be a hole on the other side, but on all these photos... The shirt is sort of like this, rather than sort of like those jogging uh, sweaters. So this shot know. is nice, except for this one. Look at this dude's pants; they're all sticking out, bro. Yeah, yeah and it's like that's, that was, that was the pumps. point I was gonna make. It's like you would be able to see the prints there, so it's like, yeah. Someone pointed oh. out uh, the feet are in all different positions, so they might be doing the base differently if they're magnetic feet in that one shot. Well, and I hope that the, the magnet is the full width of this yeah. face. If it's not, I think anything less is, uh, you know, especially from all the Joker issues that they had with people getting Dude. paint rubs and getting a paint rub on this is going to be much more of a pain in the ass to fix than the yeah, Joker because sure. the Joker's just white. Dude, the, paint. the figure of a holding the book looks so fucking good. Oh, did they have that shot? I didn't see it. Yeah, this is in the lineup with all the other candles. I'm excited. I, I've had this thing paid off for like three or four months now. Right oh, yeah. Left. Yeah. I've had this paid off for a while, so I uh, I can't wait. That one, the one holding the Moria staff, though, that's where it's at. Bro, that's, that's a seed. They should only give it to CW exclusive, bro. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. These, these look incredible. Yeah, just really, really good. I mean, I... I 
I gotta say, as much as people like Asmus and all that, I'm I'm very happy that someone else got a crack at the license. Because <laughs> goddamn, look get what we got here. from it. Get him out of here. Look what we got. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to compare this with the uh, Gandalf the White. I think this is better, but it'll be nice to have both of them on the shelf, and uh, you know, kind of have two really high quality pieces. I feel like there's um, half a second as well where the ring doesn't glow and it shows the inscription, but it's not for long. I gotta check. I was actually watching the movie today, but I just had it on as background noise. Um, um, I, 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 I think the I appreciate them giving the fireworks as something extra, but I don't. Yeah. I would have rather that gone into the pant print if they were gonna give us something. To be honest, I am hundred percent. I just feel like the fireworks are like it doesn't even. I don't know. I always, I just, I, I will highly doubt I'll ever display him with the fireworks like that. So, yeah, it's gonna be an in the box kind of accessory. I mean, and and you know, again, it's like at what point did y'all add these in? Because, you know, you're you're talking about changing the package. You're talking about you know going back to the licensor, and and admittedly, uh, in the film, he does hold these exact fireworks right he's got the pointy green ones and then the mushroom ones so yeah, but they certainly with that expression one, i mean they're not going to give us a second portrait just for that's, fireworks but so that's you know what i mean so it's like uh, i get well, what you're saying there, but he also of. doesn't he also doesn't interact with a lot of things so yeah i mean even yeah. even for me i was like i didn't even think about the moth and i certainly didn't think about the fireworks so they, yeah. I, i'm really impressed with with the uh selection but like Tukatri's saying if um if this ring isn't die cast after the Joker, every fucking part of that figure is yeah, die cast for no reason. Yeah. I think it's a huge letdown. Uh, Maxim said he doesn't have the oven ring on his finger. Fun fact: that ring is actually invisible until uh, I don't remember if, he's, if he has it on his finger in the. Uh, I don't think the Shire, it's until but, the very end. Yeah, until the very end. So, um, oh yeah, because the the power of the one ring is lost, and then his ring becomes visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Narian. Yeah, fun fact: I was three D printing one six scale ones of those, and they came out really good. Uh, anyway, so this is uh, all exciting stuff. Uh, be sure to tune into our live unboxing when we get the uh, figure in hand. We're not we're not touching any other figure for the whole hour. We're just gonna look at Gandalf, and it'll be. Uh, well, it'll be more be than an hour. Time. It might be. It honestly might be. Uh, Equan said it should just be called the CW staff now. Tbh. Uh, I don't even know if I had a hot seat. Uh, we'll skip hot seat today. I, I don't think I had one prepared. Uh, we have a bonus code for a CW uh, subscriber. Uh, Jesus, 3,000 subscriber giveaway. Uh, John, would you do us the honors? Would you give us a code uh, for this giveaway, please? Ooh. Hashtag uh, do the cold. Uh, the CW. Uh, CW. Uh, okay, do CW staff. There you go. CW staff as our, um, as our code for the uh, Carnage Collectors giveaway. So... I think that's uh, Zach's uh, nickname at Oxcon. I think so. CW wow. staff. CW staff. There it you go. Should be. The should put that on staff. a shirt though. Really. Make staffs great again. You know, yeah. You should that do that. You fun. know. You know that that was amazing. That you'll that will always go down in the history books. But one of my you fondest should memories. Get that news statement that they did. Put that on a shirt, uh, and on the back said we did it or something like that. There you go. There you uh, go. So we had uh, a poll going. Let's see, forty-five percent not interested in either artisan figure. Twenty-eight uh, percent only got one due to the cues, and in that case, they probably would have wanted both. And a tie, fourteen percent, they got both, or didn't get either. So about twenty-eight percent, 
either was all or nothing. Very interesting there. So the cues, right? This was, um, we've talked in the past, Sideshow has done lottery systems. They've done like just really terrible free-for-alls where the website's crashing and it's hours and hours of stress and frustration. Uh, they uh, switched it this go around. And in order to get into either of these figures, this may be the first time that I've seen this. Don't quote me, but you had to actually uh, RSVP, right, to pre-order. And I don't know that they, at least as far as I could see, I don't know that they ever explicitly said you could only pre-order it if you RSVP. I think it was implied, but I don't know that it was ever explicitly stated. And there was a lot of people that had eventually got to the point where they could order either figure only to realize that they they had not RSVP'd. Um, so that was kind of an issue. There were some people that said that they did RSVP, but it was given the error message. I don't know if that was ever confirmed if they you know, were wrongfully denied the pre-order. But um, as far as both of these figures go, let's just run down the line here and see uh, <clears throat> who participated in either. So full disclosure, I did not really care about the Joker one. Um, the only reason I participated in the Anakin one is the morning of, or maybe it was the night before, Dean was like, hey, uh, Fordo in the um, uh, Patreon chat really wants this figure, and I'm going to help him try to get it. And so I was thinking, like, okay, like I'll just do that too. That's That works. And um, that was the only reason I was participating, right? And there was a few other people that were like, hey you know, if Fordo gets his, can I, can I get your slot? And I had encouraged all of our Patreon members uh, and all of our group members as well to um, join the wait list after the fact, you know, just in case you could convert and try to get one for other collectors um, and even to participate for other collectors, right? If you could secure one, you know, if Marco wasn't able to get his, but Fordo got his and I got one, I could, you know, have the, the figure sent to Marco instead. And uh, so that was the only one that I participated in. Dean, did you participate in either? Um, I did not participate in the Joker because I could not be bothered. Um, and I did participate in Anakin, but on uh, behalf of someone else. I was trying to help Fordo, as you just mentioned. Um, I, I have my ideal Anakin. I don't like futzing hair. So I... I said on uh, I was on Will stream. I was like, "Hey, I'm not interested in this figure, but if you want me to try and get it for you, jump in the queue with you. Let me know." And Fordo was the only one who messaged me. So, um, yeah, so I, I tried to help him out, and you know, he got his figure, but <laughs> not not through me. <laughs> I got bamboozled. So, you know, I was on the record saying I don't really love limited releases. I don't really love the way that Sideshow does releases because it's always changing every time. So, I, you know, I was doing a bit of pre-complaining. Um, that being said, neither figure were necessarily like I was dying to have, but I definitely had interest in the Anakin. So what I did, similar to Yomo, I did the Joker as a practice run, a little catch and release. Um, I ended up purchasing it because I figured, you know, let me offer it. Let, let me just worry about getting the figure. I'll offer it to people. If no one wants it, Sideshow normally gives you 24 hours to cancel. So 
the, the price was insane. It was 515, I want to say. So nearly $600 out the door for another Joker. Obviously, they are using the Inart Joker as the model for their pricing here, right? Like it's just two one-to-one. Um, so yeah, so the price was insane. Ended up canceling that one. The process was pretty, I know we'll talk about the process here in a second, but the Anakin also participated in that. And uh, that, that's one that I was like, okay, if I get it, I will keep it. And if I don't get it, then it's not the end of the world. Hot Toys making collecting great again, guys. It was, pre <laughs> it was preached and it's happening. Um, love this. Love everything about this. So I had to uh, support both releases. I went into the queue for both of them and picked up both of them. There you go. Quickly, Marco, I just want to... He's a man of his word. Make sure that I heard that correctly. You got Joker and then you decided to cancel it, correct? That's right. Catch and release. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you were that guy. Okay. Well, um, I was that guy. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a podcast within a podcast. This segment is called <laughs> Don't Be That Guy. And we want to talk about a few guys that you don't want to be. Number one, don't be like me and take someone's Joker. No, you know, I, I was trying to do it to offer it up to other people. Not a lot of demand for another $600 Joker, believe it or not. Yeah. Even though this one sold out. But amongst, you know, the folks that I knew, um, other people that you definitely, definitely don't want to be unless you want to look like a, a whiny bitch. Uh, number one, you don't wow. want to be the guy. You don't want to be the glad I didn't even try guy. Don't be that guy. You know, just don't take away from other people's fun just because it was, you know, a, a stressful or exciting experience. Don't be like, well, it was kind of a jacked up system. So glad I didn't even try. All right. Let's, let's avoid that. Um, you don't want to be the, um, let's see, the guy that's going on social media and crying about missing out. Like I said, I'm on record saying I don't love this system of the limited stuff, but that's the that's the thing. You sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I think at one point in time, people saw about ten thousand people in the queue. It was there were it probably was more Anakin. than that. Anakin was ten thousand easy. Yeah. So let's say they've got between a thousand to fifteen hundred, maybe you know, the, give or take a bit in there. You're gonna probably take more L's than you do W's with these limited figures. That's just what's going to happen. You're not entitled to have the figure just because you've been collecting hot toys for 10 years or whatever. You spent $10,000. That's right. It just doesn't really <laughs> exactly. matter. There's no entitlement there. So just if you think that you're going to put a post out on social media and people are going to commiserate with you and say, yeah, bum, I missed out too. It's probably not going to go like that. You're probably going to get roasted for complaining on there. So don't be that guy. And the last guy you don't want to be, and I might be alone on this, but I, I don't personally love this guy is the person that's upset about resellers. The person saying, screw resellers. I, I'm getting my Anakin. I'm keeping him. But if, if I got it, it would be my right. It's the free market. It'd be my right to sell it and pick up more collectibles. And that's just what happens Precisely. with these limited things. Is it? Does it feel dirty to some folks? Sure. But again, that's the system. That's our bro. capitalistic society. So don't be the guy complaining about that. That concludes the... Well, actually, Zach or anyone else on the panel, yeah, do you have any so other people? The one that was always really interesting to me was the people that tried it and then got to the end just to like flex that they could have ordered it but didn't i didn't understand that like it's one thing like hey i want the anakin and i'm gonna you know kind of participate in the joker to see how that goes right which they were different we're gonna talk about some of the differences here in a second but there was a lot of people uh that were were flexing like i got all the way to the end but i didn't want to order it like sucks for you guys it's like <laughs> Yeah, I just don't understand why anyone would waste their time doing that because it's, you know, it is a fairly, 
minimally involved process. Like you, you can't just go away from it and then just do it. You have to kind of pay attention. It at least disrupts your morning for sure. At at minimum, right? So I don't quite understand that. Um, It's like teabagging. It's just something people do. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Also, don't be the guy who goes on a podcast and starts a podcast within a podcast. (laughs) Well, you know, that's my God-given right. right? (laughs) Yeah. Don't be the guy that didn't realize the time and and you miss it by that was hilarious i'm sorry bro (laughs) (laughs) the Uh, price was 720 canadian so i got through on the joker but i yeah said the price was crazy i know and i have the in art so i was more curious on that but the anakin uh, i tried fair enough because you didn't know the price beforehand so you were like oh i'll I'll give you that one if it's i was shocked that anakin was not cheap, but that cheap. When I saw the Joker price, when I thought they were both going to be up there, like Ben says, um, the price conditioning. Once we saw the Joker, we're like, man, this Anakin's a freaking bargain, right? Um, so Sam says, how did people get this figure? Did he hit refresh on the Anakin or on coming soon? Because I was on an hour early and had no luck. Need to know for the future. So first and foremost, I think uh, you know, I, I think all of these streams that we do in some way can be helpful to the community in one way or another. And I don't watch other streamers' content 99% of the time, right? I just, I don't have time. I also don't like to, maybe in some small way, have my views influenced by what someone else has said, someone else says, right? Like, I'll listen to, to, to you guys on the panel shows. Uh, but again, like, if we're, if, if we're talking this on Tuesday, I try to not watch Ben's show before our show i'll watch ben's show like on wednesday or thursday yeah i just don't want to be influenced by other people's opinions right? i want to come in fresh but i think john had one of the one of the more help i don't know if helpful is the right word but it was a, it was a very interesting stream i'm not sure if you did it for the joker but i saw it for the anakin where you were uh you and casual were um live trying to pre-order and you had your screen shared on the um the uh, little bar there that, mm-hmm. that uh, shows you your progress. Uh, in fact, I'll bring it back up here. And I thought it was such a useful stream for the community. One, it was super fucking dramatic. And yeah, you was. guys had some music going. And <laughs> it was a very intense stream. And watching the queue go and everyone... Sh- it, it felt like... I mean, I've had exciting moments in, in collecting. And I've also had a really hard month. And I feel like watching that stream and then participating in this event, even though I was doing it on behalf of someone else, it it was exciting. It it, it did something for me. I don't know good or bad, but I, I felt like in that hour that we were all communally trying to do this thing, it felt it felt good. And I, I re- if you haven't seen that stream, I don't know if it's still up on your channel, but it was a very interesting stream. So for Joker, these are the notes that I have. And Marco, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, this is kind of secondary information. Mm-hmm. The Joker queue seemed to open early, right? The queue being this little bar that tells you where you're at in line. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were telling me that it opened about half an hour early. However, you couldn't start purchasing the figure until about 9 a.m. Uh, your time. Now, once that pre-order started it seemed like everyone was randomly assigned a number. So if, even if you were the first person there at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, you might have been the 5,000th person in line once the queue switched over from the waiting page to this uh, page here on the right, which is the queue. 
Um, and a lot of people were upset about that. Now, as far as I know, that's the first time that they've done this random queue thing. I think in the past, when everyone was just bombarding the website, you know, it was kind of like either everyone could access it at once, or depending on when you got there, you were sort of put in sort of a virtual line that, you know, you would progress towards this page. Now, 31 minutes after this went live uh, at 9 a.m., it sold out. And a lot of people were, you know, happy that they got it or happy that they didn't. Marco, does that line up with kind of what you noticed on the joke, specifically regarding the yeah. Joker? I don't recall if it went live early. I want to say, yeah, I would be speaking out of turn here. It was all so exciting that I don't recall because I had a page open for at least an hour and a half before the Joker went live. Um, so, so it's possible, but I don't completely recall that. But yeah, it was a lot smoother of a process. The queue went up, randomly assigned. You get in, you get to purchase the figure. It was it was a different process for sure than the Anakin. Sure. Um, John, would that line up kind of with what what you experienced on the? Yeah, uh... with the Joker, super smooth. It was the same as the Anakin. So I don't know if it was thirty minutes or fifteen minutes before, but you. It was a small amount of time early. It, exactly. You can go into that RSVP page, refresh it, and it would take you into like a waiting room. And from yeah. what I understood, this waiting room was waiting the fifteen minutes until. The item was going to go up for order. Then you were put into a queue with your number, like you see on the Correct. right. Correct. And then at that point, when it went live, you would see the number depreciate as well as the, uh, like you're waiting in line, the, time. the wait yeah. time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, for the Anakin, um, this time the queue started exactly at nine. However, I felt like I had to refresh it. I couldn't get it to just do it naturally. And once I refreshed on the RCP page, then I got into the queue. Now, the queue started at uh, 9 a.m., but they did have a 15-minute buffer. They put up an announcement. Uh, in fact, I may have it here. It was so anticlimactic. It was like, okay, 9 o'clock, here we go. Boom. Yeah, line good is morning. Paused. We have not officially started our pre-order yet for the Anakin figure. The pre-order will begin at approximately 9.15 a.m. Now, on the Anakin, my number was, I think, like 2.50 uh, Dean, do you recall what your number was on the initial, like when you first got into the queue? Yeah, you just it, go was down the like, line. it was like, I think you were 3000 something. 1700, 1750 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about you, Marco? Yeah. So I was 19. I was kind of like blown wow. away to be Jesus. 19. It was really weird, but I'll tell you what happened in just a second. Cause you might've been, okay. it might've hurt me initially. Sure. Uh, John, I was like 1400. Okay. And then Batfish. 2700 and i have something else to say about the queue after as well but better no. resetting uh sure so let's talk about that because once we were brought in once you could see this screen um you were it was the bottom of this screen here on the right if you scroll down is where i was seeing this these updates now i personally didn't experience this however I did see quite a few people saying that the initial number they were given, so again, I was given about 250, people were saying that at some point throughout the pre-order process, you know, as 250 goes to 200, you know, 180, whatever, they randomly got bumped to the to some point in the line, <clears throat> and they weren't sure why. Badfish, the queue, tell me what you, were, what you had to say about the queue. Yeah, so for Anakin, as you guys said, Joker was normal it just seemed to progress and whatnot for anakin they said that it was resetting or relaunching you into a 
into a random number, but from my experience, I don't think that was true because in the next screen there, sorry, um, where you had um, uh, this one, yeah, it's where you, before it said uh, update two, when it was just update one, I had a number and that number never changed and I had three browsers open and the numbers were different on each browser and, and the number never changed. But it did it was give locked me a at number. that point. Yeah, it was yeah. already locked pre. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it would ever randomize, which was. I don't really care. It's, I got it. But I was like, yeah, 2700. But Once again, don't, that, be, the, the don't be that guy. Is... Don't be that guy with three browsers. Bad fish. That's. That, I'll be honest. That messes you. That's what messed people up. Yeah. I, I had. I had, I did it the other two mainly for curiosity because I didn't get in properly the first time. I yeah. didn't know uh -huh. what what screen i was on and that's one thing i'll warn people if you go to the main page and weren't on the rsvp page it would say are you here for the anakin you have to click that otherwise you're not in the actual queue for yeah it. yeah because some people i think so many people are visiting the website what i what i think may have happened and this is again i'm talking out of turn here i think some people thought they were on the anakin page but really it was sideshow site having sort of a slowdown and people were basically queuing up just to get to the site and wow. then from there you had to click into the Anakin pre-order. At There's least from some of the screenshots. Yeah, because there was a queue. Some of the screenshots that I've seen. You're right, because there was an yeah. actual queue afterwards to get into the Sideshow site. Just exactly. to get into the Sideshow site. But yeah. uh, if I can mention something as well, I really do think it hurt a lot of people having multiple um, tabs open. Because what had happened was they give you your number, from what I understand, based on your login. So if you can log into the to your account in multiple tabs, if you're logging into the same account, you should have the same number on all the queues you're set up with. If you have a different number, it's because you weren't logged in. But I oh, saw okay. from my from my experience. I will I will, uh, I will counter that though because I did pull it up on my phone. I figured so I had my account up on my phone and on a Chrome tab, and I figured that it would all match up. It would just be by IP address. But I actually mm -hmm. got two different numbers, and the phone was faster, but it gave me a way later number than the random 19 that I got on my computer. And you were on a different tab at that point. I was on it. Yeah. So phone, okay. phone, Safari I've, browser. I've heard this. What? I've heard both stories being true. Like people were opening different tabs and upset that they had the same number. And then yeah. also what Marcos. Said. I so I think it's like, if you're using your computer and you're using the same like Chrome tab yeah. with the same login, then it's, then it's giving you the same number. That's the distinction right there. Yeah. If it's a different, if it's a different uh, web browser, then I think it was giving you a different number. Yeah, yeah was, different browsers. Yeah. So what I was seeing afterwards was it would get to the end, and if you had multiple tabs open on the same account, then which tab? It, it didn't redirect both tabs. So yeah. that's where people were getting a hiccup, and it was freezing, and then people would start hitting refresh, and refresh was the worst button to hit yeah, in this experience. Not ever yeah, hit refresh so as soon as i could see this page here on the right which is the and again i apologize if you're an audio listener it's probably not as entertaining of an episode because we're, we're talking about what's on screen but there's a bar that shows you like kind of where your progress is so you know if you're number 9221 the bar you know my bar was filling up pretty quickly because i was 250 i imagine marco's was pretty fast as well at no point once I saw this bar did I click anything. I didn't click, you know, we'll, we'll email you when, when it's your turn. I didn't click anything. The only time I clicked was when it brought me to the Anakin page. I clicked add to cart or pre or whatever the button is. And as soon as I clicked it, it brought me into a second queue. 
Uh, and that okay. queue was like, there's 64 people ahead of you. Uh, your wait time is less than a minute. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I I was just there. And I had already told uh, Fordo that I was about to secure the bag for him. And uh, within, you know, about a minute, it popped up and I was able to order. I don't want to show the video. I have a screen recording, but it has my address. But it was a very tense one minute, right? Yeah, that's yes. very so stressful. That's, <laughs> that's a good distinction there where it was a different waiting and it was uh, a totally different looking queue it didn't check out yeah 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 Yeah. because so so like i said i was one of the first ones in there i think i think right if i was 19 went to go hit uh the pre-order button or excuse me the pre-order button and then it kicked me to that queue and i was like oh fuck like it glitched out like i I missed out and i think my number was like a thousand something at that point but it said three minutes or so to get into the next line so there was a disconnect somehow between the numbers and the in the timer yeah, but overall, overall, I, me personally, I think this was a much better experience uh, than the previous releases that they did, um, where it was just everybody's out for their, themselves, go onto the site, and the site would crash, you'd have difficulty getting in, and it wasn't organized. You know, we give, the, let's talk, the Joker was seamless, the Joker was very well, and I think there's a little bit of room you can give sideshow at the fact that you have over 10,000 people trying to get in there and get this figure you're gonna have hiccups there's gonna be a few hiccups so but i think the overall process they can continue to tweak it um i think it was a good process and and it's like uh, zach says i appreciate the shout out zach but the fact that everybody had to Everybody who was interested had to plan their day around this. You yeah, want well, an Anakin? A damn sneaker. Yeah. It was. You that want was your it. damn? You want your Anakin? You're gonna take your lunch at this time. You're gonna, you know, you're yeah. gonna. And the fact that everybody kind of came together, whether you got one or not, I think it was a fun process. And, and I think, yeah, I think what was interesting about John's stream is you got to see both sides of it, right? Because I think you had gotten it, and then Steve, I, I want to say he did not get it. But I would I would encourage y'all. It is very early. Get on the wait if you want it. For get sure. on the wait list. You know that four hundred dollar bill is due. A lot of people are going to cancel. I, sure. I would say your odds are pretty strong. So let me just show a portion of this video because this is what I experienced. So like in summer, just regular shoppers. You're right in the sense that I think a lot of here. Just so I went to order it. You're right in the sense that I think a lot. And of I was like, oh, this is taking process. way too long. Right. Yeah. And then when and then getting... it was like your wait time is less than a minute. And this brought me back to the what I was referring to earlier as sort of the sideshow queue, just to get to the website. Hmm. It kicked me all the way out to that queue. Out to the checkout. Get out of and, here. And uh, by that point, I was just like, "Well, sorry, Fordo." And uh, eventually, it uh, you know, I'm just sitting there with my you know, twiddling my thumbs. It turned blue, and you know, I got back in and was okay. able to order. Okay, so. yeah. So that was to get into yeah. the sideshow. Yeah, it okay. kicked me all the way out. I was so like, I, I think people were getting to that point and panicking and maybe hitting refresh. Yeah, and I, I this is this like the funny. stupidest, funniest thing I've ever made. Again, again, if you're watching on audio, I'm sorry, but this is so fucking funny to me. But this was the average uh, collector pre-order experience trying to order this figure. <laughs> that was me and John right there. We're about to yeah, secure the bag. Pretty much. That's Marco with the two tabs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
this this was when it was moving it was like it said paused it said locked we were all locked waiting there till nine and then when it started moving that's when we got amped we're like oh shit yeah let's fucking go yeah yeah it was it was exhilarating though i will give you that as much as i was bitching about it beforehand it was a interesting process uh, so draw the line says that anyone who secured the bag enter their email address to secure their spot in the line. I did not Same because here. I I was so scared I was I would somehow lose my spot. Actually, but oh. draw the line brings up a good point that to mention afterwards. What's um, that? You can you uh, mention it. Yeah, as uh, th- what Sideshow does need to work on is that whole RSVP thing where they email you is complete bogus. Oh, so, but it's it's not their fault though. You have to imagine their email list is. Oh, huge. I can imagine. Yeah. When they hit send, it takes like these servers a long time to to get uh, to it. To get through it, yeah. Because I, I didn't get an email at got, all. That never got the email, yeah. But I got a text message, so I signed up for the text messages, and I got the text message. But yeah, for future releases, don't depend on that email whatsoever. Bro, this was the funniest fucking thing I've ever made. High art. And I appreciate that they gave us the we're sold out thirty percent. 50 percent it was nice yeah dude casual just missed it though bro i felt so bad for him i think it was sideshow's allocation was 1500 is what i'm thinking really i think it's the best that's the best (laughs) bit right there (laughs) i um i i i think it's probably okay so let me tell you why i think it's a little lower and i again i'm i we don't have any sort of insider knowledge here yeah I think that it's probably closer to a thousand or twelve fifty around there. So there's three thousand in the whole world, right? Yeah. And um, based on what we saw, as far as like approximately when the orders cut off, you have to think there was a number of people that were just there to dick around, right? There was a number of people who their devices crashed or they were reset in the queue. There was a number of people who got to the inn and said, well, that's too expensive, or I, you know, I'm just here just to fuck around. And there was a number of people that may have had queue numbers on multiple devices, but it's limited to one per account. So given that, I really only think that there had to have been about 1250. I think 1500 is a lot. Um, at 1500, I would say that I would, because casual, I think was right about 1500. And it sold out right. It was like literally right before he was able to get in. Um, I put I put in my I was like fourteen fifty or something like that. Sure. I put in my order. By the time I pulled out of the order and came back, yeah. it was gone. Yeah. Bro, yeah, also was... John's a fucking madman. It, it it's like this close to selling out, and John's there like, how many points am I gonna? I use my points. I'm not... I was like, you fucking madman. <laughs> Click okay, order. okay, okay. Advice for people that that are going to do this in the future: don't use points, don't use coupons. That that could fuck you. Like, just order the figure. Yo, you I got my three hundred bucks off. Use, I use ordered your that baby. Something else. Oh my yeah, god, I'm really like a fucking madman, bro. <laughs> Ain't no way. That is Can, insane, man. <laughs> you gotta you gotta put a clip and put like a Thug Life song in the back. That's of right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I will I'm, say, I'm go kind ahead. of gonna agree with John about the fifteen hundred. Okay. I was like 17 something and when it sold out there was like 200 something people in front of me. So yeah. that's what I was like, yeah, 1500. There's got to be some fluff within that number though like Zach was saying. I, yeah, I, probably. Could be. I I am going to bet closer to 1000, but who knows, who knows. We'll, they'll probably will never tell us a real we'll, number. We'll, we'll never know, right? Can I can I peer, uh, clear up a point of controversy though and I know Kiko brought this up on Friday on Wheelstream sure. where Dean was on. 
there was another button that popped up. So as they gave the updates, and one of them said, are you looking for Anakin Skywalker? Here's the link. And I really can't parse out. I did end up clicking that, but I didn't like main click it. I, I right clicked it and opened in a new tab. And yeah. so I think my, my place in line stayed the same. But did anyone see that link, uh, Zach or Dean or anyone else on here? No. Um, okay, so, in fact, so no one saw it or clicked it. In fact, I the, saw it on the main queue, like the Badfish. I know that you have. Page. I know that you're waiting to say something. When I had Sorry. first clicked in on the queue, it was about, or not the queue rather, but the waiting page. It was about, God, I want to say it was eight. It was it was five minutes before you, your time, Marco, where it would have gone live. Mm -hmm. For like three seconds, I was in the queue, and I don't think there was really anyone in front of me, and it kicked me out right away. Oh wow! Okay, and I. It's like one of those stories. Like, who's going to believe behind the curtain for bro, a second? Bro, I was like, bro, let me in. I was like, let me <laughs> in. I think actually we yeah. saw the click here for Anakin on your video. Oh, in okay. your secondary queue there. But So I think Sideshow is learning, which is like John said, they seem to be making progress on how they're doing these things. Uh -huh. But I am curious, Marco, how did which one did get in for you? Was it the, the one at 19 or was it one of your other browsers? Or? It was the one at 19. And then once I was committed to that one, I closed out the other one. And so I didn't was even that mess around. Or? That was on my phone, yeah. So I, so just like John was saying, where I didn't want them to think like, oh, okay, he's banned because he's got two things open on the same account. So once I saw nineteen, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit yeah. to this. I'm gonna close this other one out. Um, so that was the one that it ended up securing for me. But I think that secondary queue, when once you clicked pre-order, uh, you know, some folks might have given up after that. I'm glad everyone here didn't, but it's it's a bit confusing. It was still fun though, like you guys said. It was. It was. Uh, I hope they continue. Again, I, I hope they keep doing it. Doing yeah, I hope they keep doing it. To be honest, but I, I think, I think Hot Toys will have more success if they do it the Joker route, in the sense that you're appeasing both sides of the game. You have the exclusivity, where you can wait in the queue, and then you have the sculpted version, where there's no queue system, there's no addition size. And people can still appreciate that piece and go after it. Sprinkle in some of these Anakins where it's rooted only, but have that option for both. And I think uh, I think they're hitting a home run. I, I, this is it. Yeah. This is it. Um, the only other thing I'd request is if you're doing the addition size, just number the pieces in. They never will because they can so easily backdoor. Oh, we've added 200 more to this market and 200 more to this market. They never uh, will, I don't think. I well, they're doing it with the Iron Man. They're doing with the Iron Man, so that's yeah. a step. Yeah, that's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think they, if they start doing it with this, I think this was Howard's uh, dipping his toe and trying this out to see how it would, how it would, uh, how it would go, and to see them sell out like that. Yeah, this is, this is great. And Anakin so answer, is such a perfect. Oh, go ahead, go ahead Zach. And yeah, sorry. Briefly, just to answer Pablo's question, um, I. I mean, I guess I could go back and check that video real quick, but I don't know that I had seen that option. I mean, again, I was just like rushing to get it in, um, you know, to be able to place that order. But um, you can change it afterwards too. Yeah. Once you place, yeah, the you order. can. Yeah. yeah, you can call it in. So I, I didn't even. Marco had basically just said like, "Do not fuck around. Like, just do it." And so I click didn't as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Um. What was my point? Oh, just that Anakin's a perfect figure to do this with because, like I said, if I missed out on him, I wouldn't have been heartbroken. I would have been a little bummed that I'm missing out on something that could potentially be really good, 
from the prototypes that we've seen or really bad based on some of the mm -hmm. you know show stuff we saw but but the fact that they're probably going to do a dark side you've got yeah. a billion anakins on pre-order or available already it, it's just one of those where it's not so rare that it's get, like everyone's going to be so devastated because you can get another version it's going to be okay so i think this this was like the perfect vein and then also the joker obviously in has got theirs hot toys has got a bunch you've got the sculpted version so those are the ones i want to see more of more of ones that are just alternatives to things you could already get. What do you think's next? Yeah, Princess Leia. Ooh. In the artisan Damn, line, Leia would be exactly cool. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'd love a Leia, please. I don't know, maybe maybe a Luke artisan line, but then again, they I think they've just Chewbacca. made a really solid Luke. Yeah, Old, Chewbacca, the whole Old thing Wan? is artisan. Yeah, I could see R2, that. R2, R2. Rooted R2. I, could, I, I could would say with too. the success of this, though, and how much, you know, people were getting into fights over overseas over, over this, you know, everyone was really hyped up. They probably can't get the next announcement out quick enough, right? Exactly. They're probably salivating at getting the next one out. Yeah. And yeah. That price, too. They they got to love it. So. Right. Come on. And they guarantee it's, that they're going to sell out in one it's hour. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It's it's long over, long overdue. And you know who I give credit to for this? In art, in art, yeah. Because yeah. if it wasn't for in art, you wouldn't. You'd see the stagnant, just stagnant selling, people buying and just being okay with it. In art lit the fire, and now you got two companies going head to head this to guy. be the best. And I think Hot uh, Toys. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what Hot Why Toys. Why so does. serious though? Um, <laughs> you know they're going to do an Iron Man, right? They're going to do a Tony Stark. Oh, for sure. It's got to be hundred percent, hundred percent. I would say that would be a very likely artisan figure for sure. To be honest. I mean, it's, it seems like it would be a no-brainer, especially with, you know, him not necessarily being in the MCU anymore. Yeah. Right. You you could revisit some of those older things, and uh, yeah, I think that that wouldn't be a a bad idea. And how much could they freaking charge for an artisan Iron Man? My God. Oh, for the roof. But <laughs> I do think an artisan, bro. Get that's the town. problem. I I think they need to. Okay, you did the Joker. You did Anakin. Here are your trials. You see that it's a success and that it sells out, but. I think they really need to tweak and kind of they have just a little bit more to get onto uh, the same level as in art. Where like innovate in other areas, right? Diecast, nice bases. I think these bases were a little lackluster. I didn't hear anything about the accessories, anything to, to do with being diecast. Real materials. Exactly. Like leather would have been great for the Anakin, precisely. So little tweaks will... there that they where it can really just amp up everything. Think this would be like a DX packaging with foam and stuff? I hope so. I hope it's like I the Wonder Woman. Yeah, which is odd that the Wonder Woman wasn't uh, wasn't artisan. I felt like that was the beginning of this new line, and then yeah, you know, it's it's you know part of that D one hundred or whatever DC one hundred or WB one hundred rather. Um, Good yeah. Stuff anyone there. anyone have any anything they want to add on this topic before we uh, we move on here? Last thoughts? Anybody going once, going twice? It was good to see even Howard do that uh, video, that Joker video. Get him out there. Oh, he did a video on this one? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. the Joker. Remember when yeah. they showed the Joker? Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. We're getting getting everybody involved today. We're getting things done. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull up uh, these slides real quick. We're on to our movie of the week. We're going to have a short show tonight, boys. Uh, let's see. How do I get this back in here? 
when Scotty Smalls moves to a new neighborhood, he manages to make friends with a group of kids who play baseball at the Sandlot. Together, they go on a series of funny and touching adventures. The boys run into trouble when Smalls borrows a ball from his stepdad that gets hit over a fence. Um, this movie... There's a few movies that are extremely formulative to my childhood years. And it's interesting because we have two Canadians on the panel. And I don't know if this movie was as big for you guys as it was for us. But I remember, like, we watched this movie in school. We watched this movie, like, when I was a kid, like a like a young, young kid. Watched we it in care. Damn. You know, it was, like, end of the year, right? We just play mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I watched this at home. I had the VHS. I mean, I played baseball for a little bit because of this movie. It wasn't particularly good. But this movie is like one of the defining coming-of-age films for um, for me as a child. Uh, so many things that, you know, I didn't quite understand as a child. I didn't understand why they were throwing up from the tobacco. Uh, you know, just, just you know, we, like why did this kid fake, you know, fainting, right? I was a young, you know, I was young. Come on, you understood that. I didn't get it. Come I was on, like, don't did, lie. did he really die? And and I remember not ever really being that scared of the dog because my uncle had one of these breeds and it was a, like the most friendly dog you would ever imagine. That part I was a little lost on, but man, this movie is fucking incredible, right? This is one of the all-time movies. Some iconic lines: "The heroes get remembered, but legends never die." I mean, this this is Killing this is a, exactly this movie's fucking awesome. And how can I have you some know, more? I don't right. It's interesting because you know this movie was such a a critical success um, in terms of what you know people that like it. It's a it's a cult film that now a lot of these actors are still around, but you know they're starting to think about dipping the toe into like Disney Plus shows. I, I want to say there was a sequel at some point. There's like five. Uh, oh, are there really? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, there's yeah, a they changed it from. And then there's like, yeah, Sandlot like. What is there really a, a direct yeah, sequel to this? The last one was the Sand Pit. The Sand. No, that's Pit. called Dune. That's a different movie. <laughs> I'm only getting. Um, I um, yeah, there's Sandlot too. The then there's like Sandlot like, oh, going home. Or I just saw home. the Sandlot too. And that's the scary. gravel lot. No, Marco. No, you killed it. Come on, not the same effect. The parking Marco. lot. Get John they're out all, of here. They're all right? adults working in office. <laughs> Get him out of here. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, this is a great film. Uh, and this is our fans' choice uh, movie of the week. So shout out to the fans because this is yeah. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah, it's probably been uh, gosh more than ten years. It was nice to revisit this movie with the context yeah. of being an adult and understanding a lot of these things now. Yeah, I'm with you, Zach. Uh, this was like a movie that they always put on in school. Um, like when it was like, oh, school year's over. We got a few days left. We're just gonna watch the Sandlot. And um, I remember, I remember being afraid of the dog. Um, the beast? Because, you know, on, the kids were be? afraid of the dog. And they, they hit the ball over the fence and they're like, who's going to get it? And like, <laughs> none of them want to do it. And yeah, it's just a fun movie. Um, the, the, I completely forgot about the scene with the pole. <laughs> he, he pretends to pass out so the, the girl will do CPR. Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn, yeah, dude. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, he he marries her. What a fucking madman. What a legend. Um, Bro, what a legend. Yeah, this is a, it's definitely a feel-good movie. Um, 
like you just you can't watch this movie and like not have a good time um which is saying a lot because like when you think about and i don't mean to throw john under the bus but when you think of something like richie um, rich watching it as a kid you're like oh man this movie's great and then you watch it as an yeah. adult and you're like this is horrible <laughs> this movie still holds up it's really it's almost like i don't know like it's starring kids but it's almost not like for kids it doesn't for adults to remember being a kid you know yeah it Mm -hmm. doesn't um suffer from films that i think like now watching kids movies like i like not kids movies that are primarily acted by children it they're not good but this movie is is for some reason different and i don't i guess maybe because it's so believable it's so relatable it's like a comedy story it's the comedy like um... when when they when they're playing against that um I don't, like a what is it like a little league team? He's like, you play ball like a girl, and everyone's like, whoa! <laughs> whoa. Like, <laughs> I have memories of that, like, yeah. you know. And then they fucking destroy them, right? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, this movie's it's, amazing. And then, it, and then as a as a kid, sorry, Dean, I had yeah. uh, I always mentioned, you know, my dad was in the Air Force, right? So you move every yeah three to four years, right? And I, I always remember being that new kid in a sporting environment, right? Like having to basically start from scratch and, right. you know, make new teammates. And I always related quite well with that aspect of the film. And, I you know, as a kid, I really enjoyed that. It's like, hey, this is something that other people have to go through. And then, you know, I, I don't have – my parents are still married. But, you know, for a lot of kids out there, right, the reality of, of having a stepdad, right, that you might not – you have to kind of build that bond with and, and throughout this film, I think it's important that they show that, you know, at the end of the film he's calling him dad and they're, they're really starting to get, get along. And it's such a, you know, it really explores some very mature themes, I think, uh, for what is on the surface, like a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Was- I think the only other kid movie I can watch and like thoroughly have a good time watching it is a Christmas story. That's it. really because it's, it's really not a kid story because it's being told by the perspective of an adult who's remembering being a kid yeah and just like the the, the interactions with the parents and stuff like that like that's the yeah. only other movie i can relate this to where it's like it's timeless like it really is like because it's less of a kids movie and more like a family movie like yeah. all ages can enjoy it right right like i'll be honest almost. Fantastic I've seen Christmas. a I've seen a Christmas story like a thousand times. Yeah. I never realized it was the older Ralphie telling the story. Yeah, I guess because it's yeah. it's just yeah. been that movie that you just put on in the background. That's for the Christmas. thing. Yeah, I've never actually paid attention to it. Oh yeah, I love that. Movie. It's the same in the beginning of Home Alone when the cop when uh, the cop comes into the house. I never uh-huh. actually watched it from the beginning. You always watch it halfway <laughs> through. Uh, and then you realize that he was kind of going through the streets and, and yeah, looking at was, the houses. Yeah, yeah. staking the houses. Yeah, pretty- <laughs> no, but I, I'm completely with Dean that this movie holds up. You know, I've kind of panned movies that people love, but I think this is a darn near perfect movie for me in that, like, I love that it's a bunch of little vignettes. Like, it's a lot of, like, okay, like, today they're going to – it's too hot to play. You know, like, they knock the skin off the ball. Like, there's all these, like, cool little things that happen. And like just add up to such a fun, cohesive piece. You know, they got the camp out where they tell them about the beast. Um, look over the fence there. I don't, it's just a damn good film. And I will, I will say like Benny the Jet is one of the coolest characters. He's like almost like a Han Solo. And it always like was yeah. really touching to me that like obviously he was, I'm going to use this word, but he was like grooming Smalls for, for the team, right? But 
the fact that he sees that he's kind of an outcast and he's like you know i'm gonna go befriend this kid anyways like he he didn't look down on him because he was a nerd he was just like a cool kid that was like hey just come hang out with us yeah i always thought that was like a really cool lesson for kids to be like you know you don't have to bully that kid that's a little bit different than you and so they've got this kind of crew of like everybody out there and uh yeah it's just all a kinds of different film. uh ethnicities yeah and, it's got that you know, diversity body shapes that, and sizes, yeah. <laughs> that's right before it was cool to, to have diversity they, they just had it here so uh yeah i would just say like i will watch this movie all the time if i ever have kids they will definitely be watching this with me and uh yeah can't say enough about this and looking forward for john to read us the imbd score damn right you know what 7.8 out of 10 imdb <laughs> and 65 percent ron tomatoes guys 1993 what were we two years old us um but you're, you're you you said it. It's this is a classic. We didn't get to watch this in school. Like, come on, Catholic school. They, we were watching fucking. We, we did, and I was in uh, Catholic school. Did you? Oh wow, no, we didn't get to watch this. But uh, this is yeah, a classic. This, is like, this isn't cricket. What is this? We were in a rough neighborhood though. So, <laughs> oh. uh, Patrick ran a comedy gold uh, at that age, and my favorite scene by far is the the pool scene with Squints. Because uh, you're watching. The, imagine watching this as a kid. And the poor kid's choking. You think he's going to die. You grow to, you see these group of friends growing up. And then the kid squints, uh, being a smartass, that he got to, to got the lifeguard to come down and, and make out with him, which was comedy gold. It's just, it, it reminds me of back in the day in school, being with the buddies and just fooling around. And, and I used to play baseball too, a bit of t-ball. And uh, I played for like seven years. So there's good memories there. I hold this to the same category. I don't know if you guys remember the Little Rascals, uh, another classic. That's a classic. That's, sure. yeah. That's a good classic, comparison. Yeah. Right. Uh, so those movies will always, uh, the nostalgia will always be there, and uh, are timeless in my opinion. Yeah, I wish actually I was a bit uh, short notice on the show here, so I didn't get to rewatch it. But I've seen it so many times. I did kind of forget about the pool scene, but <laughs> remember it's it. definitely yeah, yeah. top tier. I'm I'm pretty sure I rewound that a few times as a kid. Lotioning. Uh, yeah, that, that, that whole. Oh I was, like, I was sick of this. But the dog definitely scared me as a kid, and like the whole just the fence as an idea in general, just was like this whole barrier that. I don't know, especially as a kid, but yeah, this was, uh, I don't know what the synonymous that everyone in school watched this. Everyone loved it. And yeah, it was, it was definitely a classic for, for our age group. So, yeah. Wow. There you go. We touched them all. Um, it is my choice for movie of the week. I'm between two films. I'm going to private chat them in, in our, uh, Sandlot two, right? That's right. right. <laughs> the search for more money. Uh, and we'll figure it out. We'll announce uh, at least the next. Uh, Marco and I did a sort of announce ahead so people could watch ahead. So we'll we'll announce at least mine and Dean's pick uh, when we announce both of them. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Dean, short show tonight. We have the pillars to thank. Can we uh, go and read these off? Yeah, the three pillars, as John coined. Give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson. Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones. Oh, sorry. Oh, was that the sweet tea? Was that tea the down. sweet tea? But it's got a lid on it. Thank God. Good choice. 
<laughs> oh, no, please. <laughs> please play um, the whole thing. <laughs> Chris Valens, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gibbs, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Bad Fish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dee Martin, Stephen Cripp, Big Old Fern, Season Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri Wa, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC, 3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmadant, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Eddie Mazanars, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. I love that so much. Oh, man. Sorry. I, that was way funnier in my head. Uh, for August, uh, we have the Small Talk new logo sticker. I got to see what's possible. Um, we might send two stickers, but I know for sure we are going to be a little bit late uh, sending these out. We just ordered today for the top tier. In fact, let me see if I can pull them up real quick. Uh, I haven't finalized the order, but um, we, we always have people asking, like, you know, can we do more for the, the very top tier, the tippy top? And um, we have finally obliged. So let's see here. Uh, let's see. Let's go to dark background. Uh, for the top tier, I think these may actually be sold out already. But we're doing a Brucky Lee's keychain for the top tier. So very excited about that. I and, saw a kid uh, wearing a shirt here today of this. What the heck is this uh, logo from originally? So, so the origin of this, yeah. it's a uh, gas station uh, ah. in Texas. Uh, okay. To call it a gas station is probably a bit underwhelming it's it's like super clean bathroom super big gas station a lot of pumps. it's an experience it's it's an experience i think is the it's best almost way to like a theme it. park it, it oh, really yeah. is i love uh, that one of the highlights was super clean bathroom. oh you've been to a texas bathroom bathroom that's a fucking highlight um it's like you you're shitting not in the toilet like i don't Jesus. understand how oh, wait, crap. What do you want? What are you, where are you shitting in the sink no there's like piss and shit everywhere so you go to these gas stations Anyways, uh, four tiers, hot seat, $5 a month, the digital tier, Sweet Angel 750, sticker sent straight to your door, as well as access to Ox After Dark Replay, the $15 certified crispy uh, figure fix assistance and uh, certified crispy certificate, and the $25 What a Guy tier. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do Pogs again. I think we are going to do another Pog Deluxe set, but at minimum, you know, expect to at least get an exclusive sticker every now and again. Um, in fact, in addition to the... Um, the Brucky Lees, we might send out one sticker each of the OxCon 2023 stickers of the top tier, uh, just because we need to save some of those for the uh, actual event. So stay tuned for that. Uh, YouTube channel members, let me uh, drop you guys some links here. Uh, YouTube channel members, uh, we have Absolute Irwin, Alvin J, Andre, Andres IB, uh, Benjamin Hansen, Big O'Fern, Blurred Dad Life, uh, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, Chris V, Cram. Uh, CT603, DJ, uh, Daminator, Dante's Boneyard, Eclectic Collector, Equan, Fat Batman, Gear Bear, Gotham Cenobites, Jake, Just Another Friday Night, Justin Sports Card, KJ Smith, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Eddie Money Mendez, Mr. Mom's Collectibles, Knight, OG Fan, uh, OMFG Rick, 1-6 Figure Focus, Paul Schreiber, Philip the Fool, S-Beam, Sam Gis, Slifer, 
SpongeBob SquarePants, Sunnyvale Rust, The Ben Thomas Show, Toy Cartel, and Zeke. Uh, Patreon, or uh, rather, the uh, membership starts out at uh, uh, 99 cents if you're a Patreon member, or 2.99 uh, for the Peanut Gallery. You get loyalty badges and emojis. T Public, uh, we have that uh, Brucky Lee shirt on there. If you guys want to purchase it. Uh, and then looking at the network, we have um, <clears throat> quite a few statue unboxings this week. Uh, we have one tomorrow with Rainer, one Thursday with myself, and then Badfish and Dean are joining forces on Friday for another unboxing. Uh, OxPD, we may be um, either doing a pre-record if we can find some time this week. I'm going on a little bit of a mini staycation um, this weekend, so it won't be live. Uh, question of the week every Sunday with Brenton. Uh, OFAC this Thursday. Uh, small talk creeping towards episode 100. They go on next Thursday. In fact, OFAC is as well. Uh, After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Living on the Dice. We just did a <clears throat> five-hour stream on Saturday to wrap up our aquatic pirate-themed uh, mini-episode arc. And Bricks and Brews uh, should be sometime this month. I think Sean and his family were sick last month, so we had to postpone it. But it seems like everyone is on the mend uh john tell us what you got going on on your channel this this uh coming up yeah this week just uh club on friday doing some uh statue chat uh as well as uh i'll do some hot toys here and there uh when news drops but yeah i'm, I'm kind of working on a new project uh with some of the community members uh just giving some community members the mic uh, calling it speaker's corner and uh yeah giving members the mic and just they can come on and discuss whatever they want a uh, little little video and just so that we can expand the community whether you collect hot toys or statues or comics whatever you collect everyone is welcome and you guys can talk about whatever you want so uh, stay tuned for that love it marco do you got anything cool going on on your channel i will say we've been dormant for a bit but gg will be back this week so we're looking we're targeting friday morning our time so look about 11 o'clock Eastern time, 8 o'clock Pacific time for a little live stream of the She Said No podcast. We're going to talk about a lot of things that Gigi is not happy about. So, yeah, check uh, us out over there. Jesus. Jesus. Um, I can never win. Yeah, yeah sorry, Bibi just walked in the room. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, let's cut it off here. I think I think we've uh, touched them all. Be sure to check out John and Marco's channel. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, we got a lot of extra content coming out this week. I am receiving my all-time grail statue for an all-time low price and uh i'm kind of nervous on how it's going to arrive but we shall we shall see how that goes but anyways love you guys i'm zach i'm dean i'm marco i'm john i'm batfish we'll catch you on the next episode bye